Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin, and I am here with your favorite, my one of my favorites. I don't like to call him my favorite again because it's the thing. I don't want it to go to his head. But many of you would say, this guy's my favorite. I'm going to keep talking because I don't want him to be able to be heard yet. Um, and so we're just, no, I am here with James Meehan today. James, thanks for hanging out with us on the podcast again. No, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for honoring me. Thank you for mm. finally revealing that I am your favorite, bar yes. none. I just don't think that's what I said. I, don't, <laughs> I know I said some things, but that wasn't one of them. This is a super important leadership principle, and I'm glad that this is what we're starting with. It's not about okay. what you say. It's about what they hear. I'm going to say that oh. again. So that those leaders that are driving, they can write this down, you know, pull over to the side of the road. It's not about what you say. It's about what they hear. So there's your first leadership nugget of today. Josh, back to you. I just I just really like that you instructed people to pull over to the side of the road. Don't listen. Don't write this down with a pen and notepad if you're driving, but do pull over onto the shoulder and mm, go ahead. Yeah. Use your emergency lights so people know. That's good. You know, the flashers. If you have like cones you can put out so that oh, people wow. see a reflective or those like little triangles that they make. Yes. In case you have a flat tire. Yeah. So hopefully if, if anyone does that, will you please reach out and let us know? You can actually email us to switch at life.church and just let us know that you pulled over to the side of the road. You can do that while you're sending us a question that you have or a topic <laughs> idea. You see how I worked that in? That was good, right? That was that was that beautiful. Was really the best part about this is at some point we're going to start talking about how to start the new year as a switch leader off well. And we are demonstrating how not to start off a podcast well as an example which, of what not to do before we instruct you on what to do, which is no, just. No, that's not, that's not entirely true. Let me oh. explain why you're wrong. So oh, okay. here's, the, yeah. <laughs> here's the reason, because we want you to have fun in switch. And you know what's Come happening on, right now, James? What's happening right now is we're having fun. You're right. so good. At are, now, are the people listening having fun? I can't speak for them. I don't know. Comfortable. Are they on the shoulder of a busy highway right now? They could be because <laughs> of you. And so anyways, okay. Hey, in reality, we will get started. And we are so excited to be um, toward the beginning of a new semester of Switch, a mm, brand yes. new year. Welcome yes. to 2022. It wow. made it. It's here. And so uh, for many of you, this uh, this week, you may be having a leader rally night or a leader vision night. Not every location will be doing this, but many will. So make sure that you're hearing uh, communication from your youth pastor or your team leader so that you kind of know what's going on. If your campus is having one of those nights, it's a very important night for you to make sure that you're attending. Um, looking forward to, to that at my location. And then the next week, next, let's see, it's a week and a half out, we have our first night switch. And Come so on. we're really glad to get going. What what James and I are going to talk about this week uh, is kind of just trying to get our heads reframed back in the place of understanding, okay, it is the fall semester. We're on the home stretch. How do I win in this season? So as a switch leader, what does it look like for me to win going into the back, back half of the year? James, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as we kind of have a conversation about it. Yeah. So really what I want to do is actually revisit some of what we talked about way back at the beginning of this school year. 
where we walked through five tips that I was offering to switch leaders to make the first night, make the first few weeks the best that they can. And what we're going to do is we're going to revisit those and then adapt them to the beginning of this spring semester. As like you said, we're going into the last half of this school year of switch. And so those five things, I'm going to give them to you all right now, since you're still on the shoulder of the road, you can write them down quickly. <laughs> And then we can revisit them and unpack them as you get back on the road on your way to, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. So excellent. Those those five tips are to uh, know your students, to have a goal, connect the dots, adjust on the fly, and follow up, follow up, follow up. So those are five things we're going to dive into pretty briefly into each of those um, and talk through what does that look like for you night one in January as a new switch leader, as a returning switch leader, as an established switch leader, how do you make the most of that? So the first idea is you've got to know your students. One of the things that I think is so important for us to always keep at the front of our mind is that every single student is a student. And what I mean by that is every single one of them is a unique individual with different backgrounds, thought processes, struggles. Some of them had an amazing winter break. Some of them had a miserable winter break. And for you as a leader to show up on night one, ready to meet that student wherever they are by listening, by paying attention, by beginning to wrap your mind around what is it that they're bringing into this night and how do I respond well? Figuring out what is it that your students need. And this could be for you as a small group leader, or it could be for you as you're checking in students that are showing up, asking yourself the question, how are they carrying themselves? Are they responding when I say hi to them? If not, why not? How can I begin to ask that next question to get a better understanding of where they are currently, what it is that they need, and how I as a leader can step in to hopefully meet that need? Man, that's, that's so good. I love what you're talking about kind of every student's needs like and you were, you were talked a little bit about uh, Christmas break right so there are some students who have a great one there are some students who won't it made me think through like I think most of us would say as a kid you like until Christmas gets here you're looking forward to it like it doesn't matter <laughs> you know what I mean it's like in January right. you're like I can't wait till Christmas you know and it's so far away and then you get into that first semester of school and you're like man I can't wait till Christmas break but I think what we need to remember is that there are absolutely students who don't look forward to Christmas break. Like there are students yeah. who have so like home, it, home is rough. And yeah. for them, they're like, yeah, I don't know what you're so excited about. Like I would rather be around my friends in school than have to go face what's happening at home. And so it's not, doesn't mean it's always that extreme. Sometimes it's little things, but I think it is important for us to understand the students that you have a relationship with, some of them need that relationship more than you understand. Like yeah. we as leaders may not recognize that, like we may not look at it as like, I need this relationship with this student. Right. You have to understand that student oftentimes needs that relationship with you, Come on. which is why it's important that it doesn't go away when yes. Christmas break gets here. That's so good. You know, one of the things we say often is that every kid and student is one caring adult away from a better future. And that's why what we do matters so much because we get to be that caring adult. So that's the first tip, know your students. The second tip is this, have a goal, have a goal. Uh, it's been said by people way smarter than me that if you uh, fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. And I think one of the best things that we can do to start off night one well 
is to have a goal in mind of what is it that you're hoping to accomplish that night. So for me, I'm leading a group of sixth grade guys who we started together last semester. And it was through that semester that we really started to get to know each other, to understand what we like, what we don't like, how we're wired, how well we will engage or not engage in the different aspects of the night. And so the first semester was really all about getting to know each other and establishing the culture of our small group. And so coming back from break, my number one goal, honestly, is to just reconnect and reestablish our culture. Because one of the things that took a long time to do is to build this rhythm with the sixth graders that, hey, when it comes time for small group, we're going to listen to each other and we're going to respect each other. And night one, two, three, four, and five of the fall semester um, didn't go so well. <laughs> but every single week, we were making small steps in the right direction to the point where by the end of the semester, for the entirety of our small group time, even if somebody wasn't contributing, they were at least listening. And so what I want to do is do the best I can on night one to reestablish that culture. Now, if I was a new leader, my goal would be I want to make connections. I want to learn these students' names. I want to get their contact information so that I can later follow up with them. And I want to meet their parents because we want to do everything we can to partner with their parents, knowing that their parents are the most important influence in their life. And if I, as a switch leader, am connected to the student and their parents, that just multiplies the influence I'm able to have on that student and their family to hopefully bring all of them closer to Jesus. That's great. That's man. So good. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you keep on going. We'll keep moving through them, but I, I hope that you're on the side of the road writing these notes down right now, because these are all really, James, what I love about the examples you give, they're, they're actually quite simple. So like, it's not like, you know, this isn't rocket science. It's, and right. I know that cause I know you and I know that you're not smart enough to be a rocket scientist. So this is, this is very true. I, I'm kidding. You're very smart. I'm sure people <laughs> think that, um, no, <laughs> no, but but they really are like the, these are simple concepts and ideas for us to understand and, and recognize and remember. And it all comes back like when I look, think about all the things you're saying, it just it, it circles back to valuing people. And like it really it circles back to what are the things that you would do to make a person feel valued? This yes. is what this is what we're doing. Yes. Well, and, and I think what's interesting about what you just said is it's it's all really simple but we have to be intentional. None of this stuff happens by accident. You do not become a great leader on accident. It requires you to put in the purposeful work. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now, the fact that you are invested in the lives of your students is an indicator that you care deeply about being the best version of you possible and bringing that to your students so that they can understand the truth of the gospel. So with that out of the way, um, the next two, I'm going to hit right back to back because they tie together really well. And that's the third idea is that we connect the dots. So when I say connect the dots, what I mean is how does the different elements of the content, the programming, the fact that it's the first week back at Switch and students are just getting back into the rhythms of school, how does all of those things fit together to help you meet the needs of your students? So for example, when it comes to night one, we're going to spend extra time in that experience and even in the context of the message, looking for ways to help drive connections deeper with our students and um, and with our students and their leaders to support you as you're reestablishing and you're making connections with your group. And so that idea of how does that worship song that played, 
How does the message that your students are going to hear, how do the things on the message guide, how did that game that played at the very beginning, how do all of those things connect to help equip you with talking points or jumping off points to help meet the needs of your individual students? Now, what's interesting, though, is the reality is on a Wednesday night of switch, more often than not, something will happen that throws our plans out of whack. And this is where the fourth tip comes in, which is adjust on the fly adjust on the fly. Um, I think it was Mike Tyson or somebody who said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And while hopefully you're not going to get punched in the face by your students, I know very well that um, a punch in the face can look like that one sixth grader in my switch group who instead of actually like being with us during worship is running around the back of the auditorium, distracting a whole bunch of other small groups and switch leaders and students and the worship team. And so I've got to figure out, all right, cool. How do I adjust and meet the needs of the student who's just kind of going crazy? And this is actually, I would say, the hardest part about being a switch leader is knowing how to adjust on the fly, knowing when to lean in and then when to pull back, when to let things flow and then when to step in and guide conversations or guide your students more directly. And while this is one of the hardest parts about being a switch leader, it's definitely something that can be learned. You know, I've gotten to serve alongside two different co-leaders over the course of this last semester and seeing them start in switch for the very first time and begin to develop some of these skills has been really, really cool as they are making connections with our students, as they are leaning into the message guide and allowing students to own the conversation. And then when things go down a rabbit trail and off the rails, they step in and they ask a really intentional question to bring people back on topic. It's different things like that that take time to learn, but as you begin to develop and grow as a leader and you better understand the needs of your students, you'll learn more effectively how to adjust on the fly. I just want to prepare you to think through I'm going to need to adjust on the fly. The best laid plans that I have in place will eventually blow up. And so when they do, Mm -hmm. am I going to be knocked on my butt or am I going to be ready for that? So those are the first four tips, right? Know your students, have a goal, connect the dots, adjust on the fly. And the final one is follow up, follow up, follow up. You will have new students. You will have students who show up for the first time in a long time because it's the beginning of a semester. It's the easiest time for somebody to get started in something because they know that this is the beginning. And so as those students are showing up for the first time in a long time or for the first time ever, do everything you can to get their contact information, to meet their parents and follow up with them after this first night so that you can make that connection and show them, hey, I don't just care about you for three hours on Wednesday night. I care about you every single day of the week. Now, I'm not saying that you have to text them every single day of the week. What I'm saying, though, is that when you show up outside of a Wednesday night, when you show up randomly, you are going above and beyond what that student expects of you, and you are showing them that you care so much more than they're probably even ready to try to wrap their minds around. And so these are some tips that I have for you of how to make this beginning of the spring semester the best that it possibly can. Know your students, have a goal, connect the dots, adjust on the fly, and then follow up, follow up, follow up. Yep, that's so good. I, and and there, so James just gave five different tips. And in reality, all five of these tips are things that you're capable of doing. It's not, 100%. they're not things that you go, man, I don't know if I can do them all at once. But I'll say this, maybe you look and, and you're going, I'm kind of trying to just make some type of improvement. Like I need to start somewhere. This This would be my challenge with you is to do just that 
pick Come two on. of the things then. If like you hear those and you go, man, like I want to get better at them, but I, I'm, I'm kind of at the beginning, then pick two of them and go, I'm going to do two of them right now. Like starting now, I'm going to incorporate two of these into who I am as a leader to my students. And in time, I'm going to start incorporating the others because th these are, this is a plan for success. So if you find yourself in a place that you're going, maybe you're talking negatively about yourself. You're going, man, I'm not the best switch leader. Like I'm not the best, whatever it may be. I'm not the greatest at relationships or conversation. Like don't overthink this because every one of these are things that any person is capable of doing. It's so important. But I would say this, we're starting a new year. We hope that you had a great Christmas. We hope that you had a great, uh, a great New Year's Eve, a New Year's celebration. But we also hope that you look for forward into this year and see hope and see opportunity and potential for your students. And, and, and in doing so, that you feel the burden and the responsibility of bringing spiritual intensity to your conversations with them. Come on. So it doesn't mean that in small group, you are making them feel like you've got it all figured out. And it doesn't make mean that you're supposed <laughs> to make them feel like they don't read the Bible enough. Like that's not necessarily <laughs> what we mean by that. What we mean is that if you yourself are looking for Jesus in every situation, Come on. And the people around you will naturally do the same. That's and so, so when things happen, if you find yourself celebrating that God provided for you again, then you'll find your students, when things happen in their lives, recognizing that God deserves to be glorified for that as well. And so, um, yes, we want to lead them in conversations. Yes, we want to lead them um, in lots of different areas of life. But above everything else, we want to lead them to understand what it's like to live out a relationship with Jesus, one where they get to know him and trust him and lean into him and be thankful to him for every situation in their life. So this is going to be a great year. 2022 is where it's at. I hope that you have um, a good time if you have leader night. If you don't, then we're starting to switch up next week anyway, and it's going to get rowdy and it's going to be fun. And we believe that God is going to show up. So thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.